Introducing ourselves uh, today, I am going to be the daddy. I am MK. Woo! Uh, greetings, daughter in distress. I am Yosh. I guess I would be, um, I don't know where I fit into this family, honestly, but um, maybe the, the like aunt. I don't know. Is there a wicked way to say aunt? I don't know. Aunt Lucifer in the house. Definitely just the hot neighbor. The petite Ooh. prince. What am I? I want to be something hot. Fuck. Oh, I'm Olivia. Uh, I right. actually want to change. I don't want to be the aunt. I want to be the the child. I don't care. I don't want a actual parent. I just want to be the child in the house. Wait, yes. I want to be the hot ghost that haunts the house. Still a part of the fam, you know. Still included. <laughs> oh, actually, I want to be the pool boy. <laughs> I want to be Cabana boy, petite. Wait, but we don't have a pool, so you just walk around and like. The- <laughs> All right, before Le Petite Prince continues to talk about their shorts and how comfy they are, um, let's talk about the new and continuing anime airing this season. Uh, so before we fully get started into the spring seasonals, uh, I just wanted to do a quick flashback on the winter show because there are some that I think are worth mentioning. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority, disappointment in some ways, ended up being, uh, they, they, stuck, they, they kept it going with the animation. I really liked how the show looked. It was very pretty, like the package was really well done, but I thought that the writing kind of imploded about halfway through the show and it just got messier and messier and by the end of it there were just cords falling off the table everywhere and you weren't sure what was happening and I feel like um they're doing a movie kind of episode release soon that's kind of like a reworking of the end of the series I think uh, it's in July so I'm kind of curious to see what they do with it but ultimately I went into it and recorded that episode with that as my favorite but uh, my favorite ended up being uh, Skate the Infinity. That show ended up being like the winter show for me. I want to say that Back Arrow has continued to be really weird and I like it. <laughs> um, Heaven's Design Team has continued to be really fun. Uh, Hori Mia was cute. Um, and I, I same feelings about Wonder Egg. But yeah, Skate the Infinity, by far best anime this season. Yeah. And they're also coming out with a dub for that, for Hori Mia, Skate Leading Stars, Wonder Egg, and then Dr. Stone and Log Horizon all also have dubs. Yeah. So there's technically new episodes coming out. It's just with the new audio. Um. All right. So uh, I figured we should start with there are three continuing shows that uh, some of us are watching. So I think we're going to start there and we're just going to get it out of the way um, off the bat. Uh, So Olivia, um, our house ghost, is currently wearing a shirt repping My Hero Academia. (laughs) I got to do the pose with it. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) this is season five. Uh, It's a manga adaptation. Um, There's going to be 25 episodes. And as far as I'm aware, it's streaming on Hulu and Funimation. It's already picking up, I think, just from the past couple episodes. I'm like, all right, 
it was like, okay, that was seven minutes and nothing happened. And it's all catch up and it's all like, we're going to do our best. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I know you are. Okay. Get to doing that. Um, but so far it's picking up. I mean, I feel like, so with season five, like they kind of set up some, uh, there's already a few threads of like, you know, without getting into spoilers, like there's, there's a couple plots already being laid out, even though they spend five episodes of showing, you know, sick all might just smiling while the kids are all standing around and going over their powers. Like, and it's just, it's just everyone like, wow, you've learned a new move. I'm so proud of all of you. You've all grown so much in your abilities. And then it's just like the same, like long shots of everyone. Like, this is the, my core problem with my hero is that I'm not sure if it's just for fucking babies. Cause like, it really has to like really hit you over the head with it. I don't need to be reintroduced to everyone every time I see them. I know who they are. It's like someone would know it, like, you know, short-term memory, just like telling me the same thing over and over again. I'm like, I smoke weed and I know I forget things, <laughs> but still, even still, I am like, you are telling me this over and over again. Yeah, I feel that. And I, I agree. It's clunky and repetitive. However, I think that's kind of the curse of it being such a popular show because there's always going to be new viewers jumping in at season four, at season five. And that's part of the reason they do the reintroductions. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, we're at another school arc, which is nice. They were away from the school for a while and yeah, I we'll see where it goes. I mean, this is the Marvel anime. <laughs> which is so funny because i hate marvel stuff but i love this you show do. i mean you i really still i truly stuff. do and Luz hates and me too. for the fact that i do <laughs> and i mean it the, the show's popular enough that i'm sure there's already edits that cut out all that extra i don't even want to call it fluff because fluff is usually a uh beach episode. Beach, right but no like there's literally just like okay i've seen this scene before four times <laughs> yes look i'm enjoying it Hell yeah. all y'all. <laughs> yes, Hannah. Um, about it. <laughs> two words, one finger. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Things you can Love also it. have during sex. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Fruits Basket, the final. So uh, as far as I'm aware, this is just me and Olivia watching. Um, this is a manga ad adaptation, and it's actually the second attempt to animate it. The first one was like 2001, maybe, yeah. and they, they only ever had one season, um, so it never finished the story. So this is an incredible shoujo drama that is... What's shoujo? Uh, <laughs> it's for girls. Okay. All I really have to say about it is it's continuing. The quality's great. I kind of, in a way, even though I don't know what's going to happen, I know what to expect because it's Fruits Basket. It was surprising. I was very surprised that I was moved by this because I was not expecting it. Because at first I'm just like, oh, we have clumsy girl who's so nice and I'm so sorry. And then just boys. I mean, my dream, but still. And uh, then there's like, oh, real plot and real shit. All right, so as someone who has not seen this show, Fruits Basket, looking at the title of it and guessing what the show's about, um, can, you can you tear this down? Because I'm going to build up something that I don't think it should exist. Um, <laughs> so please tear it down, but to the actual model of the show. If I rename this to Genital Cornucopia, 
Is that also similar to how the show actually progresses? I hate you. That would just so be the much. porn parody. That's just the porn parody of this. <laughs> uh, I, if I recall, the reason it's it's called this is like, she's like, oh, if you guys are a basket of fruit, I'm a rice ball. Like, you're oh all so God. special and interesting and I'm just a normal girl kind of a thing. Mm. Um, oh. But Hannah, oh, I did not think about that. I thought it was just like, we got all these different people, different different people being different zodiac signs being different animals where it's like a big old fruits basket just so many different people in it I gotta be honest I had no idea it was a supernatural comedy <laughs> slice of life I I'm actually thought, shocked you haven't watched it I'm, I'm also, also shocked, shocked. why am I confusing it with something like isn't there a show where it's like a beach town and it's also slice of life and it's also like all just like these beautifully drawn anime people i mean there could be plenty of <laughs> that description <laughs> anyways that's what i thought fruits basket was just a bunch of hot guys smashing peepees i <laughs> <laughs> will say is this is the like uh, i think this can be tagged as reverse harem but okay so correct me if i'm wrong but by that description it's kind of similar to pretty boy detective club no Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, shut it, it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. MKU, explain. Oh, no. Just like when it, the initial uh, dynamic is the main character girl, Toru, and uh, Yuki and Kyo, these oh, yeah. boys that are in the same family and they're kind of presented as rivals for her attention. Uh, so that yeah. is kind of how it's introduced, but it really evolves. It's not, yeah. That. Yeah, okay. I guess what I was saying is like it's like presented or how it used to be was it was presented as like a reverse harem thing where it's like, oh, that's not like really what the situation is. Gotcha. It's so good. Yeah, oh this, my God. this this cover makes it look like sci-fi. Like yeah, yeah it does. Like- <laughs> Uh, so uh, a part of it is there's a curse and this the cover with all of the ropes is meant to represent the curse the binding mm-hmm. the yeah binding the, the binding of the curse. very similar as to how they depict it in the jujutsu kaisen manga Ooh, the manga <laughs> the manga all right so uh if you're gonna watch this one be ready to cry because honestly olivia uh, when i was watching season one and two i cried every several episodes and i think season three i've cried every episode so okay. here we go oh, no. <laughs> so, so hold on so we have to, i feel like we have to like start to create something new here which is if this is the cry baby club we have to have a spectrum of crying what kind of crying is this because i feel like there could be happy oh, crying. There's, right. frust- there's frustrated crying. I could be crying because I'm pissed that the show went that way. I would almost frustrated cry at Wonder Egg. This oh is God. this is lip quivering, silent tear crying. All right. So next up we have new shows. So a uh, uh, Vivi Fluorite Eyes song is a 13 episode original anime that is streaming on Funimation, and. I actually was really interested this, in this one. I'm excited to, to continue it. It's basically a, about an idol in a theme park, but she's an AI robot idol. And a program comes back in time from the future to convince her to stop all of the events that happen throughout history that cause an AI revolution that destroys humanity. So it's like, um, I'm under the impression that it's going to like span decades, if not hundreds of years, and that um, 
because you know you have to think about like AI, the way AI is used and how it's very rudimentary right now. But we're assuming it's going to get more and more and more uncanny valley realistic, right? So it's like you have the human-like AI interacting with the like rudimentary AI, and it's their kind of like straight man, uh, goofy man uh, interaction that's really fun and. It's also just like, I don't know, she's a cute idol. I'm I'm very into this one. The plot that, sounds really cool. I'm yeah, that's very great. intrigued. Yeah, I'm honestly mad I uh missed it. It's not too late. <laughs> True. It is. It is. Wow. Okay. No, they're it's really always too late. <laughs> yeah, it's always too late. Yeah, it's always too late. So, all right. Well, next is Yasuke. This is another original anime. Uh, so far, six episodes have been released on Netflix, but Netflix has been doing that weird thing with anime where like it'll drop like half of a season and then drop a second half. So I kind of right. am assuming there's going to be more episodes, but I don't know for sure um, because <laughs> I'm sure y'all have heard of this thing called Netflix jail, but it's you know, where uh, when Netflix gets a right to an anime over like Crunchyroll or Hulu or Funimation, they'll wait until the entire show has released and then drop it all at once, like they usually do with their own productions. So I think they're realizing that anime fans are not happy with that and they're kind of compromising by releasing some things. Um, so this one is... Uh, I'm not going to argue about whether or not it's actually an anime, but uh, the original voice cast is in English. And so technically like Japanese is the dub, which is kind of interesting because it was done by like a Japanese production company, but... MAPPA, who did Jujutsu Kaisen and Yuri on Ice. <laughs> yeah, we've covered MAPPA a lot. Oh yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're good. Oh, they're I'm going to watch this. I hadn't even It's good. It. I, I saw the first two episodes today. The only other thing with this show for me is that, I mean, Flying Lotus did the soundtrack and also had some role with overseeing the story. That's cool. I'm curious to kind of know like what his involvement was. Um, I just think that the, the voice acting lands really flat. It feels like I'm playing like Morrowind or something. Like I, it's just very like, it seems like uh, just isolated dialogue. Even when people are talking to each other, there doesn't seem like a rapport. It's more just like words are spoken. It's almost like every character is speaking to the viewer. And I don't like that. I kind of like that. <laughs> That's so much so, not to a style I, It might be a style thing. Cause like, no, you know, I, I like, I watched two episodes today and then I was also reading up on like other people's like takes on it. And a lot of people have a hard time like matching the audio to what they're seeing to what their experience of the show is um and i gotta say for the first episode i almost definitely switched it over but for the second episode i thought they did a better job with the audio in english um all right so next up we have two year eternity this one is a manga adaptation it's going to be 13 episodes and it's streaming on crunchyroll uh so in this one a being is sent to the earth where it first mimics a rock, then some moss, and then eventually the pet wolf of a boy who lives in an abandoned village in the snowy tundra. And from there, it learns what it means to be human. Um, I have to say, this is one of the ones I was most excited about this season. Um, I the, the one thing that for just like jumping in 
when we were watching it, the the thing that I was able to like kind of call just from sussing out like what's going on in the story was just um, I, I was just like, there has to be more to this than what was being shown to me in episode one. I'm like, this is, I'm like, episode one could be a short story. Like, I don't understand like why this is becoming a series. And then, you know, with patience and sitting in the episode, they give you, they, they open up the world in a way that I was like, there you go. Perfect. I was really wondering how they were going to do it. Great. You got some tears. You got me feeling, <laughs> uh, you know, some shows hit me harder. That one didn't hit me that hard, but it definitely got me going. It was definitely- yeah, the first, the first episode is like a, a short movie and yeah. I hope, I've only seen two episodes. I hope they, and they both keep having like these like short kind of arc vibes and I'm here for it. I can't wait to hear what Luce has to say. (laughs) I'm going to fight all of you because I cried the entire first episode. So did I. I like I'm I'm tearing up just thinking about it. I th- I think this is going to be my favorite one of this season. And I really thought there were other shows on this list that were going to steal it for me. I literally <laughs> cried all throughout the first episode and I like I'm just I'm feeling it. I think it's going to be great. I I think it has uh so so much potential I love the concept and I also love I don't know it does feel like the gift that keeps on giving because the world does expand in episode two you know and then all of a sudden you get this intro after the first episode where you see all of these characters in the intro and my face was just like my mouth dropped because I was like (laughs) I'm so ready for this So I I think I had read it actually when I was like at my mom's house for like Thanksgiving or like Christmas or something like that. So it was one of those like really weird. I'm in my childhood bedroom. I'm reading this manga that just I did not expect it to go the way it did. And I bawled. And then when we finally watched it, similarly, I cried basically the entire first episode and seeing it animated was just so beautiful. And it was like, I, I thought the voice direction was so good. And <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. Loose <laughs> Word. No, I like, if I had ever come across this in manga version prior to this, like, I don't know how I would have been able to handle the idea of it becoming animated because having just seen what's out so far in terms of animation like I like I really am like I really thought another show on our list was going to be my favorite and then when I came across this my entire my entire thing changed like even my mood for the night like I lit some candles I put I burned some incense I got into my comfy clothes like I ordered a pizza (laughs) like I was just like it like it really changed my entire mood um, and then, of course, while I was watching it, like I, because the first episode they don't do the OP for. Right. So when I was listening to it, I was like, why does that voice sound so familiar? And then I found out it's fucking Utada Hikaru. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> Just an extra slap across the face. <laughs> and I cried again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been listening to that song uh, uh, frequently. <laughs> That's the king. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. 
<laughs> no do. wonder I fucking love that intro. Fuck me up. Right. Fuck me up, Utada. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we have Link Click. This is the uh, Donghua of the season, which is essentially a Chinese anime. It's 11 episodes and it's streaming on Funimation. Uh, and, and it's got a really interesting premise. The uh, It's basically like a heist show with these two guys you see on the poster, very cute. Um, and they have this supernatural ability to enter a photograph of one of their like targets and then relive that part of their history right after the photograph was taken. Yes. I have not seen this. This sounds so cool. Yeah, y'all were I mean, talking look about it. Yeah, they do look hot. And y'all were talking about it last time we saw each other. And I like I'm I this is definitely one of those ones that I didn't get around to that I really want to watch. I like as this is the first uh, Donghua that I've actually watched. Every Donghua that has been shown to me. And maybe it is just because of the way that filtering works and gatekeeping that like I'm only seeing some like really top tier stuff that breaks through into our market. But like, there's nothing about them that feel lazy. There's like no part that feels like they're not trying. Like everything is like, we are trying our best to make this show stick. And like, that's been so impressive for me. And like with this show, especially, it was just like, we're we're watching it. Like the animations hitting me, the character dynamics are really like fun. And the way that they interact with each other is interesting. There's some twists. And like, there's already like you as the viewer know things that the characters don't know, then you're sitting there like, ah, oh no. Like you have all these crazy dynamics set up in such a short amount of time in a nice package. And like, I I feel like we're only two episodes in, but like, I'm definitely continuing this one. Um, I think to your point, had we like recorded this when I initially was like, we should record after the three episode mark, this wouldn't have made it. You know, this only premiered on Funimation like a week, a week and a half ago. I I don't know how time works anymore. Um, But I do think there aren't many Donghua I've watched, but the ones that I have watched are because of the streaming services I subscribe to. So I shout out to whoever decides to add those. I mean, this one will probably be my next one because this looks super cool and sounds fantastic from everything that y'all are saying. Listen, the back catalog is long and deep. Next up, we have The Way of the House Husband. This one's another manga (sighs) adaptation. Oh, it's a a current again with Netflix. It's there's currently five episodes. I have a feeling there might be more. and this one's about an ex-Yakuza member uh, by the name of the Immortal Dragon, who gives up his gangster life to become a live-in house husband for uh, his, I guess, breadwinner wife. And yeah, it's a it's a great slice of life comedy. If viewers can watch right now, you could just see me and Olivia like cracking up, like with this show coming up on the slide. I love this show so much and i know that the manga's been around i haven't read it yet um there's something about this show for me from the jump you expect him to be able to do something well no matter what you don't see him really like fail just like you can fuck up 
all of the gangsters in the world if you wanted to, but you're using that dedication and level of focus and ability and effort to make the perfect meal. They're able to take that intensity and like funnel it into like everyday tasks. Just going, knowing that this is the one we were going to cover next, just going from MK saying something that was long and deep, knowing they're talking about this just made me laugh even harder because this is just such a goofy show. Like the stakes are so high, but like the stakes don't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's such a good formula for just like, if you want something that's light and fun and that just like hits, there are no pop team epics right now, you know? Like oh, Pop Team Epic existed. Loved that. And that show is not coming out anymore. But there are shows that still can kind of like consistently hit fast jokes and shift context quickly, but still keep landing the punches. I feel like this show definitely does that. I wanted to say, Josh, do you also like this show so much? Because I feel like you could be this house husband. This is the thing. Okay, so like... So I, I, I got home a little later than usual from work today. And the first thing, Josh, I walk in, they're doing dishes. They say, oh, the extra leftovers are in the fridge. Also, I vacuumed and swept the whole house today. (laughs) But that's like, you know, so like I understand the character. I definitely do to a certain extent where I'm just like my job. I'm currently working at home, but like MK works in person. So for me, I'm just like, well, I will vacuum and like, but, but just like this sort of thing where like I spend all the time with the space, whereas like MK goes out and I'm like here more. So like, I understand like the sort of what happens when you're in that world where like you're contained within like the front and the back of the house. So next up is a blue reflection, right? It's a video game adaptation. That's 24 episodes long. Um, So it's a magical girl uh, anime and it's streaming on Funimation and it's, you know, a a magical girl anime can get pretty repetitive. But the thing about this one is, all right, think about what your strongest emotion is. Horniness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin that. That is now an emotion. We have declared that an emotion. Horniness is now an emotion. You know, I got, I, I, I tried that. to get really introspective I, with that shit. And, that. See, that was, that was my curse is that uh, I tried to really think about it, but I had a joke immediately and was like, my brain, my mouth moved so, before my brain said, stop. That's You're not crazy. wrong though. <laughs> You're not wrong. So in this world, like whatever your strongest emotion is, seems to be like what gives you your power. So the people who might be more angry or might be more happy or might be whatever end up kind of having to really lean into it. Um, I, this is one of those ones that I, I like it. If it wasn't such a packed season, I'd probably be keeping up with it. I might have to put it in the backlog, you know, but, um, it's cool. And I like their outfits and the transformation sequences are fun. And you know, I'm a sucker for a magical girl. <laughs> the animation looks great. Yeah. It's, it's got a really interesting coloring pattern though, where there's like random shading that like on their fingers or their nose or their, I don't know, it feels strange, but I appreciate that they're attempting to use digital and CGI coloring and, and, um, artwork in a more traditional looking way otherwise 
Oh, and also, I mean, obviously, Monica, we literally just did Monica. Um, it's got this sort of like labyrinthy style, like alternate world that similarly has like uh, collage aspects to it. So, so it really is. Uh, There's poor. another show on our list that does something very similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we got we got our little uh, Monica love here, which which is always fun. Um, then we have Tokyo Revengers. This one's a manga adaptation. It I couldn't actually find for sure how many episodes it's going to be, but the best guess is twenty four. Um, this one's streaming on Crunchyroll, and I don't want to say much about it because I have a fairly negative view of it where everyone on the internet I'm seeing seems to love it um but honestly (laughs) it's about like this loser of a dude in his late 20s is like looks on the news and oh no his middle school girlfriend died in a yakuza incident and then he like ends up going back in time to try and correct what happens to save her um, and gets embroiled in like these gang wars. And, and I, I, I don't know, I just watched it in parts of it. I, I wasn't into it. And then I, it just made me want to watch Erased again, which is a really good show if you haven't seen it. So Erased just does the time travel better. Yeah. Oh yeah. my Fair God. Enough. Also, Erased is the only ever anime recommendation that I've ever given to MK ever holy shit because mk Good. recommended it to me so you also did it for me olivia that was, that was one of my first this was i watched that before i watched my hero this was like wow. years ago when i was like okay maybe i can start getting maybe liking it full circle that's crazy anyway <laughs> i will say i also watched an episode of this and i'm only one episode in but given the other things on this season i'm kind of like yeah and then we have a uh, 86, which I love because I keep seeing it stylized as 86, the number, and then 86, like spelled out 86. <laughs> so it's like 86, 86. Um, this one's a light novel adaptation, which I usually have higher hopes for because like I'm like, you have to do a lot more details in a novel, right? Um, it's 11 episodes and it's like a mecha sci-fi drama streaming on Crunchyroll. And this one's super interesting because you get the uh, perspectives of like this high up war general in a military of this nation. And then you also get the perspective of this group of uh, people who man these uh, weapons that are called unmanned drones. So all the people that live in this country think that all this warfare is happening by like uh ai robots that aren't manned by humans but it turns out there are like humans in in these mechs so it's a it's a very uh interesting look at war and humanity and like uh i don't know it's 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 i'm excited about this one it's it it seems like it's got some uh promise that's interesting and relevant and honestly so far i do generally like uh anime adaptations of light novels <laughs> traditionally like <laughs> shinsek ayori <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So next up, we have The World Ends With You. This is the other video game adaptation of the season. This one's also going to be 12 episodes. Uh, it's streaming on Funimation and Hulu. And it's based off of the video game that was originally released in 2007. And it takes place in the Shibuya district of Tokyo, which is like a famous uh, shopping area, lots of skyscrapers like that building that says like 104 on it is in a bajillion anime. Um, and it involves these people who have to take part in the Reapers game where they have to survive. I think it's a week. Reaper. Um, <laughs> or they die. <laughs> Hannah's face right now just. <gasps> We're inside Hannah's witch labyrinth in the ship. <laughs> And it's right. all the time. The Reaper's game is my personal labyrinth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, clearly the show is calling for me. Oh my I god. I did not know. No, Hannah, I think you would have a lot of fun with this show. I mean, it's like not. I think they do a number one. I think they do a really good job of bringing a video game adaptation into an animated setting. Like it. At times, it really does feel like you're just watching like cutscene movie version of a video game, but that's not to say that it's like that's not to detract from that's what a it pro. is. Yeah, no, it's that's a, a pro lot of me. fun, and the action is constant, and it's. Um, all I'm gonna say is that there are some parallels with Madoka as well. Um, that's all I'm gonna say um, to keep this kind of spoiler free. Um, and ultimately I think what uh, good and evil kind of play out in this like eternal game with each other, um, it's cool. And I mean, all you have to do is look at the character design and you see the like Kingdom Hearts Square Enix uh, uh, influence. <laughs> And I, I do have to, I need to watch episode two because I only saw the first episode and I was honestly a little disappointed because it, it felt like I was just watching like cutscenes from a video game, which so, is fine, but that's what I watch on YouTube. <laughs> you right. Know? I am interested to see because it's supposed to be 12 episodes, but they passed through um, the Reapers game really quickly, like. It, I, give it a chance is all I'm going to say. Give it a chance. It's one of those ones where I'm like, I probably would have kept watching it like up to date, but it's, 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 there's so much this season that I was like, exactly. I was almost just like, wait, the other video game adaptation of a video game I've literally never heard about seems more interesting, <laughs> which was such a disappointment. Cause I think this is another one of those when I found out this anime was happening, I was just like, what? Like 15 years after this game came out? <laughs> I also feel like the name of it, it's like pleading with you to keep it alive. It's like, if you stop watching this show, it's going to be over. It's going to be over. Like you're literally, this is the Tinkerbell of anime. You have to clap in order to keep it alive. <laughs> like like take out the and replace it with our. Our world ends with you. And, and please... <laughs> And listen, as I take my birth control, listen. I cannot wait to be the end of my bloodline. So next up, we have Don't Toy With Me, Nagatoro-san, um, which is a manga adaptation. It's 12 episodes, comedy, slice of life, romance, streaming on Crunchyroll. Originally, I just wrote, Josh, say something. Um, but I didn't know Olivia also watched it. So that's great. 
I can't believe it's not hentai. <laughs> That's what this show is. That's a joke. This is very cute, but. All right, Josh. Uh, yosh. Yosh. Right. You're just frozen. <clears throat> well, okay. My story begins well, on. The real Yosh, please stand up. Yeah. Oh my God. Checking in. My story begins on a rowing machine. I'm always selecting a show. I need to find something to watch while I'm working out. I need something to take, you know, distraction away from my body. The strain, trying to keep up, keep appearances, keep consistent, that effort just burning away at my body. I need a show to distract me. I found a show called Rent-A-Girlfriend that for a while that filled that hole. But I'll tell you what, this show came around. It filled that hole. Don't toy with me. <laughs> Not with Marathon. That show, I have to say that like the amount of substance and actual character that this show presents made Rent-A-Girlfriend seem like a fucking joke. I knew that Rent-A-Girlfriend was trash. It was filling a void for me. But like, I didn't realize how much of trash it was until this show came out. This show has so much heart and is so funny. And like, it plays on some of the same like tendencies. There are certain strings that are like being hit in the same way. But like this, like this show is about improvement. The person that's even being teased, like he's got aspirations that are separate from like sex or like any sort of sexual pleasure. Like he, he <laughs> he's in the art club and he's working on I've art. I've never heard of that. <laughs> All I can say is you're really selling this body pillow. Give me more. I'm so so like he has a thing that he's interested in and then this person like starts to fuck with him like she spends time in the art room and like keeps and like he keeps working on projects that's the way that the show goes and like I even read ahead from the manga after the show ended I'm like I'm getting the fuck ahead of this shit I need to know what happens with Nagatora I thought for a second you said and I even got ahead of the manga (laughs) I just started writing (laughs) (laughs) i am the author of this (laughs) there is the temptation to do some of like the uh scanlations that are currently out of the unreleased volumes but i'm gonna wait i'm waiting don't do it yeah i think the next the next one is um i think it drops in like a week or two so i'll just wait until then but Wow, I can't believe you were like, I watched the show when I'm benching. <laughs> it's, it all starts with me and a rowing machine. You know what's funny <laughs> is that I've also watched Rent-A-Girlfriend, Josh. So to hear you talk about it um, and to hear you say like, this was filling a void. I've also learned that uh, I too, I, when I'm capital D and depressed, and going through a depressive episode where I don't shower and like cannot (laughs) clean my house for the life of me. Um, It's been like, I'm going to watch romance anime and I don't care how trashy it is. I'm going to watch it. And I know that it's garbage, but I'm going to watch it. It's Um, so interesting because I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I'm at like an all time high if I'm watching romance anime. I think I should shift that to be that narrative because I just, I just have to keep up better with myself, but I kind of want to switch it to that narrative because Hannah, that's honestly incredible. I actually, you know what? I'm either at my lowest low or I'm at my highest high. There we go. There's no in between. There's no in between. That makes, yes, that makes sense. But 
to jump off that, like I've also seen uh, Run a Girlfriend. And when I saw you were saying that, like this succeeds where that show fails, I agree. Uh, I don't feel a certain, like, I don't feel tied to any of the characters from Rent a Girlfriend. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah, it's romance anime. This is whatever. And like, yeah, I hope this works out. But like, if it doesn't, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I can't wait. I've only seen four episodes. How many are out? It, it's probably around that. Maybe. Okay, five. yeah. I've, so I've only seen whatever's been out. I can't wait to see more. Like, I'm very, very excited to to keep watching and to get to know more of both of these characters. It's very sweet. Even like, so I just started to read the Rent-A-Girlfriend manga and even more so in the manga, it showed me all the things that I was frustrated about with the character. Like the main character gets rewarded for fucking doing nothing. And I never liked someone getting something for doing nothing. But doing That's nothing. not fair. That's not the way it works. You got to work for something. You don't like participation. Like <laughs> He just doesn't nail that. And like, he fucking gets rewarded for being a piece of shit. And I'm like, I don't like that shit. Where at least this revolves around him having to like, actually challenge his ability to connect with the subject of what he's trying to create. Like this whole show, like it's all, it's the perversion is like based on his like separation from reality. And like a lot of what she does is break his boundaries to be like, like, oh, that's what you thought this was like, haha. And just like, it becomes a joke, but like, constantly shifting like what he understands like about the world around him like it, it's cool it's yes I, I i enjoy that he has like there like there is a goal like you were saying there's a goal out, outside of the perversion or outside of any sort of just like hormonal like high school high schooler not even just high school boy like outside of hormonal high schooler like there is a goal there is an art there's a passion like the way rent a girlfriend is just based on being with someone like the goal is to be with someone and that's such a boring goal. Like he has aspirations other than just being with someone. And that's kind of like the connection and the relationship drive it. But anyway, I feel like Nagatoro that I, I enjoy it. Reading ahead, still interested. Love it. Yet when I tease Yosh, it's a problem. <laughs> Next up, we have those Snow White notes. It's a manga adaptation, uh, 12 episodes. It's one of the music shows where people are really passionate about their music. Uh, it's streaming on Crunchyroll. And yeah, it's about like this uh, kind of sad boy who really likes to play the shamisen, which is this like three stringed uh, instrument that has a, uh, a really cool kind of hard pick that you, you, you play. It's like a very percussive stringed instrument. And uh, uh, this boy, after losing his grandfather, who was a shamisen player, he like needs to like live his life to find his sound, you know? Uh, I like it. It's nice. It's fun. It's another one that like might fall to the wayside because of how many things there are, but there's, there's still a charm about it. I'm really interested in. And I mean, like, I, I feel like even from what we watched, there was the possibility of a lot of characters that could have come into the fold. Like they teased a lot of people that could become deeper kind of engagements. And even like, you know, it's just a visual for us, but like seeing some of the people on the like uh, poster for the show 
like there was people just that were like in a crowd and like witnessing a performance that you're like that you're like oh the director showed them multiple times they're definitely going to be a thing like that person's going to be something and like like i'm not even at the point where that's happened yet but like i just know that the possibilities there and it's and it seems like a fun show well and yeah. it's it, it's also one of those shows where that's something i love about about the more <laughs> You could say nerdy shows, but like the sports anime or the art or the music or where they, you know, they really spend a lot of time indulging in the creative process and the actual performance. And they don't like, they don't stiff you on it. They really like you get an entire performance and it's, it's beautiful. And I'm just like, wow, I love this instrument. I've only seen in two other anime. That's <laughs> interesting. It is, yeah. It definitely does that. Like even like the Rakugo show, like mm-hmm. just the way it brings you into that type of performance and an entertainment and to enjoy it that way. So next up we have Barry Ron Maru will save your heart. This one's another original animation. It's 12 episodes and it's a magical girl. I mean, a magical boy uh, anime. What? (laughs) I think Liz and I were the only ones who saw this, but it looks like- It's a magical boy anime and you didn't tell me about it? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> My Google Doc. It's your fault for not looking at yeah, it. Yeah, to be fair, as the um, other Earth sign in the room, it was on the Google Doc. <laughs> I showed you my Google Doc. Text me back. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot of this is these five fairy boys come into the human realm because they have been chosen from their fairy (laughs) clans to collect attachment, which is like a human emotion to give to their (laughs) fairy queen. Now, I I don't know where this is going. I've only seen it. I've only seen like- You couldn't possibly know. (laughs) I absolutely could not. (laughs) <laughs> the incredible thing is um they have like these 10 commandments right but the con- oh my god Anna <laughs> <laughs> is so turned on that like they can't even but something I love is like one of the like one of the commandments is thou shall not like fall in love but it says, <laughs> with the opposite sex oh my god <laughs> Uh, transformation. I know what Hannah's gonna put on as soon as we end the Zoom call. Like, not even. Like, Hannah's gonna step out. Like, in the next ten minutes, go. Hannah's gonna mute. <laughs> Hannah's gonna mute and then watch while we're recording. Yeah. Just dual screen it. <laughs> there is no premarital sex if you never get married. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> And yet these uh these transformation sequences are some of the best I've ever seen. Um they're hypersexual, let me tell you. Um <laughs> there are no words, like there are just no words to describe how obviously gay the show is, even though it tries to sell it straight to you. It is not. Let me tell you um it's not 
It's not. It also, interestingly enough, has some like very interesting callback to our other magical girl slash boy um, show. There are musical interludes. Um, there's also interesting depictions of the fairy realm in like very collage magical ways. Um, so it like it actually plays really well on like a lot of these like I think I guess things that are becoming part of the magical magical girl mythos definitely yeah <laughs> it's it's got a lot of shout outs to previous shows like uh, it's a little bit of everything yeah, yeah yeah I even saw a little bit of like Utina in it and oh for sure <laughs> big fan I'm I'm can't wait to see it it <laughs> is doing the fuckboy face <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, so we look forward to your uh, response. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, next up, we have Shadow's House. This one is another manga adaptation. It's going to be 13 episodes. It's mystery, horror, supernatural, streaming on Funimation. I had no idea what to expect going into this, uh, but I have to say it's actually one of the it's one of the ones I am the most interested and excited about. Um, essentially, there's a mansion filled with these shadow people who are this like fancy, noble family that's wealthy, whatever. And they have these living dolls, uh, which are essentially just people who serve them. And it's it's a really like, I don't know, dark and twisted. It's the ED is sick. It sounds like a Billie Eilish song. I'm a big fan. The art style for me is like really something I wouldn't normally pick. It was like this very just Victorian Gothic sort of thing that it's just not my thing, but it's like weird mystery show where it's single persons paired across two different characters. And it's all about emotion leak and like emotion like maintenance. And like, it's this weird cycle between each character and how they interact in the manner. It's weird. Like, I, I didn't expect to be into it, but I'm actually definitely interested in following where that goes. And I, I did just bring up Utina, but it, it's kind of got that as well with you have all the roses and you have like the silhouettes and you have the very like kind of performative drama theater kind of feeling to it. I, I, I really like this one. So next up, we have Odd Taxi. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is an original anime. It's 13 episodes. Uh, it's a little bit of drama, a little bit of mystery, a little bit of a deadpan comedy. It's from Crunchyroll. I think most of us watched it. The main character is this walrus who's a taxi driver. And he's kind of like the nexus of a bunch of different people's stories that kind of revolve around a missing teenager. Um, and yeah, I, this one, I, I'm hype on it. <laughs> um, it's really, it's really good. I think, um, it starts, it gives you like really great insight into like these everyday characters, but then you see those everyday characters in the background that are in the background of this much larger story that's being told. Um, I think it's really cool. And I think it's like, I think the fact that everyone's animals um, in a way like made me think 
like how prejudice or othering is held in this world um, in a way that like you don't, like I don't really get from other shows that have like anthropomorphic characters. Um, and like, I don't know what it was about this vibe, but maybe it's because it's kind of like crime driven, crime slash mystery. Um, I don't know, it's really fucking good. I love it, MK? There's been several, like, you know, trends happen in anime, right? And like, I feel like we've been stuck in this like isekai trend for a while, but I, I feel like like the furry, like anthropomorphized animal trend is really coming up right now. There's been several great series like that. And, and I think Odd Taxi is just like the epitome of these animal characters. I absolutely love it. Are you saying that this anime is for furries? I'm saying, furry trend. I'm saying this anime is anthropomorphized animals. And if you're into that, then good for you. But I 100% am. And I'm actually very excited to watch this. <laughs> well, it's also like, I don't know, like think about all the Disney shit you might've been into as a kid. That's all furry shit. Like Robin Hood. Uh, what a fucking fox. Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that one of your first cartoon uh, crushes? Uh, probably my very oh, first. Oh, totally. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Hannah actually just messaged like, oh, like high maintenance. And yes, it does have that kind of a vibe where sometimes it's a character just in passing. Other times it's a character that is actually emotionally closer to uh, the guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that like what's interesting too is like, you have the comparison of the services being offered, right? And like high maintenance, you have someone who has to like deliver weed to people. And then in this show, this guy helps people get around. So it's like, he's always interacting with people on the ground and people that are engaged with each other. And they just happen to be crossing ways because like they need to get to the places. Like he's just linking people between it. And um, I feel like it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's definitely very dialogue heavy. It's a lot of just if you're if you're more into like the more theatrical sort of like just back and forth play of words, there's a lot of that. Um, but they do a really good job animating that where it's like still active and it doesn't get stale, like it keeps moving and it's like really um, fun, especially with like some of the radio announcers and stuff, like just the way that characters show up. And I do think that uh something I'm really excited about this season entirely is just there's so many different styles of animation and there's so many different um I don't know just just I'm I'm excited about the diversity of animation but this one I think stands out even in a diverse season of animation so next up we have pretty shut the fuck up no one's ready for that. All this. right, go on, go on. <laughs> shut I'm up. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Uh, so this is Pretty Boy Detective Club. Uh, it's a novel series adaptation, 12 episodes, streaming on Funimation. Uh, and this is, I think, another one we've all watched. And all I have to say about this is there are three rules to be in the Pretty Boy Detective Club. One, you must be pretty. Two, you must be a boy. Three. You must be a detective. Period. Period. I'm not gonna, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna not say anything. Everyone shut up. This is Hannah's time. 
Wow. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, obviously, I'm a pretty boy. I love pretty boys. Love all pretty boy angles, uh, things, characters, anything. Um, I was, you know, born. I was born to watch this show. <laughs> yes, you were. And this show was made for you to be born so that you could watch it. Um, I'll just say something extreme like that. Um. I absolutely loved the first episode. Um, this is a slight spoiler, but it really doesn't have anything to do with the plot. But uh, I'm a little mad. Like they kind of make a little bit of like a, a Lolita joke. And I'm like, ah, it's 2021. Like we could just not, you we know. We could have done it, without. You we could have done without. And it's not like, you know, without context where I feel like the character's like yeah I'm in an arranged marriage that I can't fucking get out of whatever um but I'm also just like did we need that like I I thought we already covered that in um uh oh man I'm blanking on the name of the show it's what it what is it it's like a club where um you like serve people or entertain people or something like that who run a high school host club? Host club. Yeah. Wait, actually. Yeah. That was amazing. Liz. Oh, oh, that were they amazing. called the character? Were they called that character the boy Lolita? Yes. Is that where there's a yes. Lolita trope? Which, like, I feel like they actually did kind of right in that show because it's like making fun of like fantasy and fetishes. So I I was like, I can get past it, but seeing it come up in another anime, I'm like a little tired of it. Um, but uh yeah, and with that said, with Orin Host Club, I'm like, can I just be the main character <laughs> of that show? Like, it's great. But um, yeah, all of the characters are great. Um, I really, uh, you know, I always, when I watch the trailer of the show, it's like, I always want to be the silver-haired boxer character. But like, I do love that everyone else is like no you're the boy wearing shorts I was also gonna say that I kind of think you are but I was like there are five of us them there are five of us who all would we be and I'm so curious because I have no clue about anyone else but you know what's Mm -hmm. funny Hannah is that I was like I feel like Hannah's this one the boy in shorts that I was like but I bet they want to be that silver-haired fox right over there yes all of the above (laughs) I was right on target Okay, but like, I feel like, all right, I'm gonna say maybe who everyone is now. I'm doing this live. Like, Do I have it. not Go thought about that. Good life. Round Robin. Um, red Robin. Well, no, it, it's yeah. a little hard because, M- well, MK is obviously the top red haired one that will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like, you are the Hi. daddy, but you're also he's my maybe favorite. the leader. I'm not gonna lie, he's my favorite too. I have something about red haired characters. Oh, oh, he's the one I'm. I, like want to be kind of right well I feel like Lewis is probably like the silver-haired or the artiste so okay I just want to say like Mm -hmm. we could very also easily recreate the moment in the OP or in the ED I forget which one it's in where they're all they all have their own dance style I just think there's five of them. There's five of us. We could very easily recreate it. And if we're going based off dance style, I almost feel like Yash would be the very artsy one because it's yeah. very Pisces and they do the whole thing with the, the fucking the sleeves. I don't know. It just screams Yash to me. 
I want to if I have to dance, I want to do the silver hair dance. <laughs> oh wow! Well, now I'm feeling Hannah, very just, like Josh is artiste. Oh, <laughs> uh, where it's just like ousting. That's fine. <laughs> um, because you know what? It's it it lives for this. Um, maybe Yoshi's the artiste. I mean, perhaps MK. I mean, MK was the original silver fox that I met. I still, well, I, you know, and then maybe should I just be the tough boy if you're going to be out here with the silver hair? But like, I don't know. But I can see Olivia being like the leader or also short shorts boy. I would love to be the leader. I would love to be like, I'm going to say nonsensical. I'm sure I'm saying nonsensical things. Like, I don't even go here. (laughs) I mean, I do have great legs. We know this. You do, you do. I love to show them off. You are absolutely a uh, blue hair, and uh, yeah, Olivia, why not, dude? Yeah, no, I think I think that's right. I think Yosh is artsy. I'm silver. MK's red hair. Liv, you're the leader, and Hannah, you're just short shorts. I'm short shorts. I thought you were short shorts. Short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, y'all could y'all could cosplay as Hannah, each other. We could have a fight to the death. And figure it out. We could. I'm just kidding. We did not a fight to the death, but just a fight until whoever's left as a pole. Fight, 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 fight. Well, actually, like beating the shit out of each other would be very romantic. <laughs> I mean, we did and it make would be a very pack. Pretty. It, we did make a pat on our after hours Jujutsu Kaisen episode, but I was going to punch you in the face the next time I saw you, <laughs> and that you would forget about it, and you clearly did. But I did about it. I feel like it would be uh, great to be punched by you, but I would definitely cry. <laughs> it would be the most intimate we've ever been with one another. <laughs> That's also uh, fuck. I mean, I'm not ever gonna. I don't see myself going back on Tinder at all in any of the future. But that's gonna be in my bio. I think it would be a pleasure to be punched by you. <laughs> gonna get the wrong crowd doing that. <laughs> I I definitely think we could make a chaotic pretty boy club together. (laughs) Our our varsity, uh, varsity pretty boy club. But it's also true that like we all did go to Rutgers and Olivia didn't. So it is like, uh, you don't even go here. Exactly. Also like, not again, not to do this, but I think is the youngest, right? And that is a fucking five-year-old. Like, or no, sorry, not five-year-old, fifth grader. (laughs) They're like 11. <laughs> yeah, but they're still a fifth Which grader. is my I mean, mental like age, the whole... so. <laughs> I, I do just love that, like, the different characters represent all these, like, different beauty. <laughs> and this one no, 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 like, no, Hannah. Let me it's put not a beauty. lotion it's on pretty. my leg. <laughs> and, like, that's just pretty. Like, <laughs> we're not going to return to it. Like, everyone knows. And I do think that's that that is kind of what won me over. But at the same time, like their absurdist speeches are so pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. The the like just uh, the rip- intro with the girl when she's like, and I would think that boy would say that even giving up on my dreams would be pretty or like whatever that is. I'm like, yeah, that is the way to look at life. Like that is that you're clearly are meeting the right people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, team. Anime of the season, clearly. <laughs> 
So uh, uh, yeah, at this point we've covered all of our shows and I, I've just got a couple questions for y'all. First of which is uh, like, what shows had you heard about before? Like were, were there any like hype shows that you were excited about? Just Pretty Boy. Yeah, actually, I think I think literally I saw the announcement that that was going to be a show and it was all still in Japanese. <laughs> Just sent it to Hannah like, I don't know what this means, but there's going to be a show called Pretty Boy. Detective. Oh, I've never watched an English trailer for the show. <laughs> you didn't need to. You didn't I need to. didn't. So I got to say, I mean. Out of what we had, I had heard of, obviously, The World Ends With You. I had heard about Yasuke somehow. And I think those were the only ones I knew of in advance. But I also watched something that we didn't discuss. Oh, um, what did you watch? I watched Bakuten, or I think the, what's the English title? Uh, Backflip? It's the... How is it? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like address the elephant in the room. It's definitely not as good as Yuri. Like just throwing that out there. It, nothing could ever touch Yuri on ice. That being said, I've o- I'm only one episode in and I think it has promise. Like, it seems like there's going to be some really spicy competition later on. And I'm like motivated to watch it just for the drama of it all um routine scenes are really interesting I like I can't figure out if the entire show is CGI or if they just do like an interesting art style switch when they're doing the routines because all of a sudden things get very like 3D almost like not like poorly computer I don't know there's just like a weird switch that happens and I can't tell if it's the animation or not um but i saw a video of one of the routines and it goes completely cgi right like okay so that is definitely and like that is like very clear from the jump you're like watching like you know what is typically like you would expect from an anime and then all of a sudden the routine starts and it gets very cgi and you're like did I just dream drop? Like, I don't know what happened. That being said, the music is very cute so far. And the routine is like, she's cute. She could do something on a Thursday night. So I'm excited to see where she goes. That's good to hear. Cause that's one that like, I mean, I usually like to check out the sports anime cause I like sports anime and I really didn't hit any this season and that was the one I was most interested in. And I just, you know, got overwhelmed by the sheer amount, but I'm glad to hear that it's got some promise. Wow, a reverse SZA, like not the weekends. <laughs> like <laughs> you are Monday through Thursday, pretty boy takes Friday through Sunday. You already know, why am I even still on this podcast? You already know. <laughs> The next thing I'm kind of curious about is what shows do you want to add to your list after this presentation? All right. I'm feeling, um, what, what was that boy, magical girl, <laughs> boy, magical girl, Rod <laughs> Maru. I'm oh, yeah. feeling that I'm about to watch that. I'm about to watch skate to eternity. I'm about to watch, um, Yasuke. Two year intern. 
we're all a mess we're all a mess rewind we're all a mess go back this is not happening <laughs> i don't know what to do are you my daddy <laughs> okay and okay. in any other okay. situation the answer is what, yes so what is question. it skate to it's skate the infinity is and the- it was the winter seasonal not a okay spring. well <laughs> jesus christ superstar fine i won't watch that then oh, no you should it's so good you would like it um and then i think um the <laughs> i'm just gonna fuck up all the names because none of them are in front of me right now um because powerpoints make me lazy uh that that uh um, photograph anime that like oh, link click link click i'm ready for it um, I definitely want to watch that. Um, I'm gonna totally butcher this synopsis, but I'm sure you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, that thing at the beginning with maybe there are androids involved. Um, the Vivi Fluorite eyes. Yes. Oh my God. See, you knew instantly what I was talking about. No, there are multiple with uh, androids and AI. But no, that was that. That was the one. What about you, Liv? Definitely the uh, magical boy fairy one sounds awesome. Um, also, the Dongpa one sounds really cool. And um, to your eternity, mm-hmm. that one I also on my list. Uh, and also that one too, the the one with the AI, the Vivi. <laughs> Next up, uh, what show that you watched or are you putting off to later? What's joining the backlog? I'm going to be honest, a lot of the sports anime, like, not that I'm against sports anime, but a lot of them this season, like, simply just did not interest me based off of synopsis. Yeah. I'm not, like, even with, even with the backflip one, I'm like, you're on thin ice, buddy. Yeah, I, because I, that's how I, I, I feel so bad, but, like, I feel like the world ends with you is going to be one I, I end up uh, putting on the back burner. I'm not going to be surprised if, um, Twiwi, as they call it, um, ends up being kind of just one that I like will just wait until it's all released and then I'll just like go through it one day when I'm feeling like being in that mood because the music in it is really good and the animation's fun, but it does up till now feel like uh, just like a video game cutscene movie. Actually, I'm going to do The World Ends With You when I can binge it and I feel ready to binge it like I do with video game cutscenes. <laughs> if I don't have the game. Um, and I think I'm going to do that in the way of the house husband. I think I'm going to put it on the back burner. Um, I, I have the manga if and when I need it. Um, I just like really need anime that just punches me in the gut right now, or is like really like, like, I don't know. I was going through a very intense, like, soft boy phase, and I really just need something that, like, will just, like, smack me in the face. Um, so I'm going to put, like, anything that's, like, kind of, like, tender, actually, a little bit on the back burner. There's just so much that I'm having to, like, figure it out. There's just so much. Um, but I'll probably end up, like, still keeping up with the currently airing ones, like, my hero obviously um but then I definitely think 
the ones that will probably get put off later are is kind of opposite to Hannah, I think, or I think I don't need to punch me in the gut right now. Uh, I I need I need fluff and floof and comedy and just light and whatever. Um, so I feel like those are gonna be probably at my forefront, and then everything else I'll kind of get to when I feel like I'm ready and I have the time to dedicate because like as much as I enjoy the fluffy light stuff I'm learning that I do um it's also because that takes like less energy but you can still enjoy it to its full like to its fullness um but I want to be able to give time to the things that I know I'm gonna I'm gonna feel so yeah I totally understand that you like need the space for it and then are there any shows that you find really difficult to uh, watch as a weekly show? So that I think I can definitely speak to. I feel that way about Odd Taxi. I feel that way about Odd Taxi and Nagatoro, even though I've been reading the Nagatoro manga. I'm just like every week I'm like, oh, how are they going to do it in the show? And I just like have that excitement. But Odd Taxi is a complete mystery. And I really enjoy that. And I'm, that's the show that every time an episode ends, I'm just like, oh, what are they going to do next? Right. Like that, that really, like, it, it, I feel more captured by that. And I feel uh, a lot of shows have been like, oh, that's been really nice. And then when it ends, I'm like, anyway, back to my day. And then Odd Taxi, I think about later. So I feel like that show's kind of been the one that I want to, uh, like, like I, I have the hardest attachment to. It, watching um to your eternity weekly has actually been kind of hard on me um at least from what i've watched it's like a combination of both gut-wrenching but like very it feels long form it feels very emotional and i like prefer to be able to have more control over that to say okay i want to watch two episodes tonight maybe two episodes the next night um so I do, I feel that way about To Your Eternity and maybe I'll wait too for, to be able to like do that with Odd Taxi as well. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna, for, for some of these, it's gonna be really hard. I think for the like ones that are my favorites, unfortunately, I almost feel like I want to put them off just so that I can have that like control, like you were saying, Hannah, um, about like, how many I'm ready to like dive into. Do I want to like feel this vibe for an entire night or do I just want to have like a little taste of her, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I would love to put a lot of these off to just binge, but I have the issue where I'm like always on Twitter and then like I get spoiled. So the ones I care the most about, I try to watch immediately because I like don't want to be spoiled. But I think Shadow's House is actually the one that I'm kind of just like, I can't wait to see what's going on here. Are any of these shows particularly good for non-anime viewers? Odd Taxi. I feel like you don't have yeah. to really like anime to enjoy Odd Taxi. I agree. I think it's really, especially for like a Western audience, like we already have BoJack Horseman. So it's like, as far as like a style thing, I think it's really interesting. I got to say, I, like, I, I don't mean to make that comparison and saying they're the same show. I think actually the artwork in Odd Taxi is like way above BoJack Horseman. Um, that's like shady for no reason but we're dramatic for no reason so great um wow. I 
Um, but yeah, I think Odd Taxi would be a, a like for anyone who's just getting into anime right now would be a great introduction. All right. So uh, at this point, I think we covered everything. So I just want to say uh, we have some social medias. You can follow us on Instagram at crybaby underscore anime club. We also have a Twitter at crybaby underscore anime. I believe our next episode that's coming out is going to be covering Lou over the wall hosted yeah, by buddy. our own Lucifer. You're one and only. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see if we have an update episode. Otherwise, maybe we'll continue doing this for the summer season. Y'all got anything to say before uh, daddy puts you to bed? (laughs) Put me to bed, daddy. Okay, stop being hot. (laughs) How could I not be with this season? I got to keep up. (laughs) Then you know what? Good night, babies. Good night. Night, Daddy. Good night, Daddy. <laughs>